as you sit in class and watch one of your trainers train and you see that they're just magnificent. They're growing, they're getting through the content, the pacing seems dead on. And then you realize, wait a second, that's not part of the curriculum. A few minutes later, you're laughing your head off, but realizing, wait, this content isn't in this class. Have you ever been faced with the training challenge of delivering consistent content as a manager or even as an employee? I know that I have uh, at the Bob Pike Group, we have multiple different trainers and different methodologies, but we all need to deliver the same thing so that when one company has an experience with one of our trainers, they decide to hire us on site, then we need to also have another trainer be consistent with that same content and that same experience. So what are a few things that you can do to deliver consistent training? Hi, I'm Becky Pike-Pluth from the Bob Pike Group, and these tips might just get you out of a jam or a pickle, per se, um, in consistent training. So number one, we always set clear objectives, and we also set them to the degree of mastery. So instead of saying, the learner will be able to, um, you know, get through Microsoft Learning and have 10 tips to use, we're going to say that they're going to, you know, make it through the Outlook learning or training class and that they're going to be able to follow those 10 tips. But also we add in that it needs to be done independently. So the degree of mastery would be independently. So make sure that when you're writing those objectives, it's clearly written out and spelled out for each of your modules what the objectives are to the degree of mastery. The second thing um, is that we can use micro-learning or online learning to deliver a consistent product. So consider how you could design and create some micro-learning modules. And I'm not saying go straight to online. I saw the pendulum swing a few years back, you know, 10 years ago. People love the idea of e-learning, and I saw big corporations move everything from face-to-face -to, -face to online. And what they learned is that people were not applying and transferring the content to their workforce. So it went back to... From, you know, everybody doing train the trainer face-to-face -to, -face to doing things online to now it's kind of in the middle where people are realizing there needs to be a balance between the two. But if you can use online and e-learning, micro-learning as a way to make some of your content that's really important, um, consistent, that might be a modification that you could make. Now remember, the pieces that you put online should be assessed so that you're ensuring that that content was learned. Another idea that we use is that standardized, test, standardized testing piece where at the end of each course, you can have it be really just an assessment to ensure that they got the key factors. We do this at the Bob Pike Group with having our master trainer certification, or um, if you want to get a certification in you know, presentation skills or online learning, those types of things. We have 
a standardized test that everyone takes that follows the curriculum, um, ask questions of the curriculum consistently. So everybody is walking away. Another thing that we make sure we do is have a leader's guide and a learner's workbook. Once we've developed our objectives and we've gone through needs analysis and all of those things, we flow out our activities and then we create a leader's guide. Why a leader's guide? Because we can give those bullet points, those additional ideas and concepts and have everybody following the same protocol. It just provides for a more consistent product in the end. I know that creating a leader's guide can take quite a bit of time, but consider investing in at least a high-level flow so that people are following that same methodology. And then the final thing is to make sure that there's some form of quantifying effectiveness. A lot of people use the level one, which is, you know, a quick evaluation at the end of a class. That is one way to measure. Make sure that you're at least asking the question of, um, did would they refer this class to a friend? Um, another way is to create job aids that can be used back on the job so that you have that consistent messaging even after the class has ended. Those are just a few of our tips that we use at the Bob Pike Group. Consider adapting, adopting, and applying them to your next training and seeing for yourself how you have a more consistent training product. Thanks for listening to these creative training tips, and we'll see you next time.